Time for Isa Type. Isa Type's one from set flushing. Vega one. Where's he come from? Vega one's got up and one. And incentivised. What a star. Won the Caulfield Cup. Oh, Mystic Aroma. Three lengths in. There go, you mug. Mugs, we are back. The bean. Oh, bean. I thought you were going to intro us. <laughs> oh, man. I am. I am. I was just, yeah, just a bit of disconnection there, mate. I'm, um, I'm back in business, um, survived a wedding, a few an engagement party and a few other bits and pieces, but I'm now in COVID lockdown. So we are off on the Zoom this week. So, but I do make my triumphant return, which was, um, it's probably needed after the performance of the two gentlemen on the, on the podcast with me in Moz and Lloydie after their, um, their stellar effort last week. I think Lloydie was saying during the week that there was, one winner between them. But, um, yeah, when you have, you know, Ruby Cutis knocking off in grey shading and a few results like that, um, it's sort of easy to see how the results didn't fall our way. But, um, yeah, look, look, I'm looking forward to it. It's a ripper day. There's about 400 runners from across the border down south. All the big stables are here. Um, K-Mac and a few of the other superstars have come up here. Not gone to South Australia, interesting, interestingly enough. So um, we do have the SA Derby, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll drift across that briefly later on in the podcast. How are you, folks? Yeah, mate. Well, I'll, uh, I'll kick off and it shows your interest because it's actually the Oaks on Saturday. Oh, Oaks, is it? There, oh, yeah, there you and, go. Uh, <laughs> and it actually, the background, it looks looks a bit more like uh, the Fortitude Valley Police Beat, if I'm being honest, behind you there. So I don't know about these lockdowns, but, mate, Queensland Guineas Day and... Lloydie will, uh, will back me up here. Um, I just don't think Dooman is our go anymore, mate. We had the fantastic day out, uh, and we've just sort of become Eagle Farm specialists, seeing them left, right, and centre. So I'm really looking forward to this week. Uh, well, I do every week, but this week I think there's a bit more ooze of confidence. Malika's the That's right, mate. We right need week. a little bit of a pick-me-up after last weekend, and I think you're right. We get away from Dooman. We get back to... Uh, to headquarters and I, I think you know they say they call it Brisbane Racing headquarters, but I think it's Mugs HQ now. Where yeah. we made it our own, we made our own a fortnight ago. So looking forward to getting back to the the greatest place on earth. Well, it truly is. And uh, boys, I might kick us off there in race number one because we've got the eighteen hundred meters, a bit of a uh, modified Chris Waller handicap special this week. Uh, the big fella himself has brought up our intrigue who. I think from memory, absolutely loves a good track. Doesn't quite uh, get through it as well on the soft, even though his soft stats say it's probably better there. Anyway, that's just how we make conversation here, Monks. But Ben, you're right. We've got a heap of invaders. Um, and I think it was two weeks ago, maybe, when we were at Eagle Farm. I think it was something like five out of nine were won by the Southern coming up. So, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott, Major Artie and the first Bean Dog. Like, is that just pretty much your form this week? Who's not a Queenslander? Um, yeah, look, I think, um, I think I actually went through it earlier. I think I've got about three Queenslanders for the day and the rest are all Southerners. Um, look, I am going to kick it off with, um, with, I mean, Major Artie and our intrigue at the class here, I think, but I just don't be want to getting, I don't want to be getting back at Eagle Farm on the first of the day on a, um, on a pretty good surface. I think we got the rail out about five. So on pace is probably going to be the place to be early. I'm with the favorite. I think, um, apart from maybe honorable spirit, which likes to go forward and depending on, yeah, Ryan Maloney and Stewie Kendrick, um, who knows whether star of Michelin is going to be sitting stone motherless last or leading them off. That's, um, always a query. So yeah, the favorite will, um, it'll, it'll be leading or close to it. It's got former around Ostrada, which is, been flying in the midweeks down in Melbourne. Um, I just think lack of speed should be winning $2.40. Thank you. 
hard debate, I, I admit. Um, my, I, I'm not with it. I do think it'll be hard debate, but I'm shopping a bit of value in the opener. And Jaden Lloyd gets back on honourable spirit for the first time this prep. It gets out to 1,800. And Jaden's never missed a place when he's been on honourable spirit in, in seven starts. Three wins, three seconds in the third. And we're getting $17 with our good friends. Two kilos off, gets down to 53 and a half. Like you said, Ben, probably not a great deal of speed in it. So it could be, you know, on the favourites back from barrier three, just get that nice box seat runner. It's done nothing, this prep. It's beat, you know, it's literally beaten three, uh, two horses home in its three runs, yeah. um, but all too short for it. So I think gets to that 1800 and back to Eagle Farm to a bit of a plus two starts there for a win in a second. So if we find it, you know, back to that form of last prep where it was winning, you know, listed races over those 2,000 metres, it can it can give this a shake. Yeah, it seems to have been either missed or they just don't think it's come back as good, Lloydie. So I uh, hear you, but I'm just going to argue for you for the sake of it. Um, Trevelyan, boys, just did nothing wrong last start, albeit we uh, we missed the plunger. We're nowhere near it. Didn't even know it raced slash existed probably until uh, last <laughs> start. But it knocked off a pretty good field there in the, the usual uh, BM 2200s that we get. Um, so, look, just seems to do its best race in an Eagle Farm, and I think that's the key. If you go back through a couple of those starts at Doom and it just was never near it, uh, gets back to Eagle Farm, seems to grow a leg. You know, it's knocking off Stardome, Sir Barnabas, their weekly specialists on this show. Um, Steph Thornton starting to maybe hit a bit of form. She's she's been getting asked to do media launches, so those invites are going to stop pretty quickly if you don't start riding winners. Steph, so do it for wasn't the first. <laughs> All right. Well, after that, Spruik, let me see what she's on in race two because she might give me a good little double up. She doesn't have a ride, boys. So you know what she's going to do? She's going to win a Trevelyan, quickly go do some media stuff because she is bloody the face of the BRC right now. Um, but we do have Batiste Francais. Uh, now we're talking these local horses trying to get uh, a few scalps. And you got Schweda, you got Maloney, you got $5 that field. So over the 1800 again, uh, we're literally getting a cut and copy there, race one. So if we see a horse maybe like uh, Roller Coaster who gets back and storms home in this one, you can, you can probably know that it's winning from everywhere. Bean, I know he's one of yours. Are you riding the roller coaster again for me? Oh mate, it's too much of a roller coaster Mr. for me. CJ. Nah, it's um nah look the roller the roller coaster is just too much for me, mate. I've um look I'm with he is here. I think I I'm not sure if I tipped it, but I was on I did I definitely had some dollars on it last start when it just got home. Um I think that was over the sixteen hundred, I believe. Oh, 1660, sorry. Um, look, it's been building pretty nice, this prep, two ends, Ipswich and Doom, but it gets to a track where it's going to be able to run on. Um, I first go Eagle Farm is definitely definitely the query, but um, I think third up, fitness is peaking. I think he's definitely going to get the trip the way he was storming home last start. So, And I think $5.10 or whatever he is, yeah, about, I think he's about that now in the market. I think that's actually a pretty good bet. And I mean, it's an open-ish race, but I think probably a few of these should be a bit longer than perhaps what they are. Yeah, open race, mate. Um, I'm with the bottom weight, three wise men for Ed Cummings and Benny Thompson. Um, scratched a few times in Sydney from, you know, like a couple of those lead-ups to Randwick and Rosehill Guineas and whatnot. And by the sounds of it, it was all just to do with the wet tracks. Ed didn't want to run him on those tracks. Um, so he gets a, gets a good four this afternoon or Saturday afternoon on a dry eagle farm deck, which is going to suit. Um, look, three runs in this time, they haven't been all that bad being a fair way, but wet tracks, like I said, and 
last start was one of the few runners that um, in that highway or the, the midway, whatever it was, to make a bit of ground behind French Bonnet at Randwick. So 1,400 up to the 1,800, bit of a steep jump, but I, th- I thought what it's been doing on wet trucks is good enough to want to be with it at $9 on a dry. Yeah. All right, well, I absolutely hate this race. This is <laughs> this is doing my head. This is ridiculous. Um, look, one out of left field. I'm, I'm just, again, looking for probably anything here, but uh, I don't even know if I want to say it, but I just thought Go Darcy last start probably behind Reggie Wood was a pretty good form line coming into this race. Uh, I know you got Hostage of War in there as well. Just maybe it's getting to the distance now where, I don't know, it can turn around that zip from four at Eagle Farm because that's pretty much all we're getting. And I'm getting $16. Taylor Marshall, it's got a few big scalps later in the day. Um, but it's one of those races, boys. I mean, Octavian's even there going again, Woody. So I'll take you back to the old uh, Gatton specialist out there. Uh, <laughs> no good, but what a field, no. hey? This is this is Brisbane Racing Winter Carnival 101. It's a oh, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting field. I think roll yeah. Anyway, I'd, yeah. Let's let's move on, shall we? <laughs> we certainly shall. And I'm uh, I'm more than happy to because race three, I think we get a little bit more class, if you could say that. And 1300 meters. Uh, so we're coming back to a bit more of a specialist trip. But you got the man himself, Chris Waller. He's bringing up an army this week, boys. $3 favourite, Care Royale. Uh, it's going to go first up. You know, last prep sort of showed those glimpses of, of being a, a better than normal horse. But we've got the locals here as well. The Golan Show, the Heathcott Show, they come to town, as well as Baloo, who's back from the races. I believe uh, its last start there was the Group 1, um, whatever it was, but behind Profundo. Back, that's the one back in the day. So Lloydie... Group one form, you get nine fifty for a horse Baloo, carrying nothing on the back, two from two first up. Um, Eagle Farm the question or class the uh, question? I don't think class is the question. I think she is certainly good enough. Um, it, it's a tricky little race, like you said. I'm I'm with the top weight actually in Robert Deer. I've always liked her. Um, John O'Shea and Karen McAvoy combined, similar to three wise men, really. I just don't think she goes a yard in the wet. Um she ran 12th of 15, beaten nine lengths the other last start behind Heresy and Zapateo. Um, and then, you know, you, but you go back through her, her runs and I remember she won or she she won or she ran second to maybe Jamea in a, in a decent three-year-old Phillies race earlier in the year um, or end of last year, I should say. So she brings that form to this. She can certainly be a player. She's going to get back. There's going to be a nice tempo on for her. Um, watch for her late. Yeah, I think... I think you might be right. I think there's a few in this race that, um, particularly for this from the Southerners that are just um, have been running on wet tracks and perhaps potentially not their go. I'm um I'm with the other Waller runner in Minsk moment. Um, look, it's one from two on a heavy, but I think um I think its best work will be on the good surface. It's um I'm hoping they're running on because it definitely likes to get back, but there's pace pace drawn inside and out, so I think it should be fairly genuine. And look, with um I, I know they're you know, combined about 12 or 13 lengths, but with form sort of around Marzu and it's not a wet tracker and it was, you know, it wasn't terrible in um, in the in a benchmark 78 and then the list of Derby Munro down there at Rose Hill Gardens on an absolute mm. bottomless surface. 
I think, um, yeah, with Jimmy Byrne on board, tucked in behind them, Jordan Barry a three. If he can get it sort of three pairs back, one out, I think um, I think Minsk moment might surprise a few at about the $5 quote. Mm. Uh, mate, well, I'm not going to be too surprised because I'm with you here. Uh, I don't know. We never really know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, do we, Ben? <laughs> no, but, we don't. Um, <laughs> even, uh, even that last prep, mate, you've got, you know, Coolmore Classic lined up. Um, I guess in context, what, five lengths behind Home Affairs down the straight when Home Affairs beat everything by three lengths that day. Uh, stands out pretty good. I guess there's probably better races that this horse might have been able to go around in. So whether it's a case of trying to get a few easy scalps, get the rating up maybe for something down the line uh, here at the old Bris Vegas Winter Carnival. So 550 is a bit of a short quote for a bit of a non-winner the last two, but Chris Waller, Polish, Hello, hello. <laughs> if release yeah. the bin, if if release the beans comes out and brains them, I'm I'll give I'm almost going to give it away because it's not been going very good. But I tell you what, oh, that's gonna that's gonna upset the belly a bit. <laughs> yeah, mate, I've I've had to jump off too. We've we've well, what are we? I don't know. Well, we've got six six run this prep. Gee, that's flown. Um, although no, there's a few trials in there. Fucking hell, our good friends, do your form guide a bit better. Um, yeah. but look, I don't know. It's they're all sort of around around that shot. These this sort of three year old crop, aren't they, Lordy? Yeah, they are. It's a, it's an interesting sort of group this year, I reckon. Like, like I, I give that Minsk moment a chance, but like you go back through its form, it's certainly good enough. It hasn't really come back as well this prep, but same for release the beans. You go back well six months yeah. ago, and he's he's winning everything up here, and now he um he just doesn't look like he wants to wants to try. So I don't know. Oh, uh, if there's one thing that we do, boys, it's try, and it's our hardest, we hope. Um, and finding winners, so sometimes we go, all right, trust us there. We're at, our, at a home ground here, monks. We're at Eagle Farm. Uh, now, Lloydy, we might kick off with you here in race four. Over the mile, you're a bit of a miler yourself in life in general. Uh, um, not quite fast enough for the shorter, not quite fit enough for the longer, so you hit that sweet spot. But we don't give up on you, but I reckon you've given up on Gavis up because there was a phase there, and you will remember it fondly, but you were tipping this thing every single week to any bloke, man, hairdresser, dog walker that would listen to you. You're getting $2.60. You've got your brother on board claiming two kilos. Um, mm. Are you back on board the Gavis up team? Well, just going through its four, mate, it's won three of its, what, like last six, and it sort of goes win fail, win, fail, win, fail. And I reckon every time it wins, I jump back on and then it loses and then I jump off and it wins. So I'm going to be smart. I'm going to stay off because it'll get beaten. I'll get back on next start. But, mate, <laughs> Rocky form, Factory Warrior. One, one at Rocky last start. Beat Master Jamie, who is at a $26 chance in the Archer, um, over the 1,500 and was pretty strong late. Admittedly, only had 51 kilos on its back. But it only goes up two kilos to 53 here. Gets to the mile, which it likes. Um, it's had, had a few... You guys at Eagle Farm for not much success, but it's run a second in there. And I reckon you go back through its runs and they were probably in some tougher races um, earlier in its career too. So, look, I think it's uh, $14. You can give it a shake because Master Jamie goes good. There we go. Bean, wouldn't be a, uh, a month's podcast without a Master Jamie reference, would it? No, no that's right, mate. Um, well, Lloyd is going to kill me because I'm actually with Factory Warrior. I was hoping he'd be on something else because he's going to be sitting there shaking his head now all upset with me. But, um, look, yeah, I think it was a super win up there at um, at Rocky. Um, beat Obviously beat home Master Jamie, like Lloyd said. Don't want to 
repeat too much of that. A bit of extra weight. Loves this trip. Um, it'll be on pace. I think that's always a bonus at Eagle Farm. And it's sort of a similar long straight where you kind of need to be, you know, in the first or the inside three lanes. So, yeah, I think at $15, it's it's a pretty good bet in an open race. And, yeah, I've, I can't be with Gabus up. There's absolutely no chance. Not after it knocked us out of that quality. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't uh, don't remind me. Um, no, look, I'm I'm sticking pretty pretty true to the form. And what is a uh, horses for courses sort of pick? General Dubai on top for myself. Last start, one of their winner there at Eagle Farm um, knocked off Bullfinch and something else that day that we we're all over. But I think that form reads pretty good. You will notice though, uh, top order is back up and about yeah. there, boys. So. There was it, and it's on the, the quick week backup uh, over the mile when it probably wants 2,800. So uh, who's the trainer again? Uh, Casey Anderson, first name Kim or Kane, don't know. But uh, anyway, trying to get the miles in the legs for a big winter prep with our top order. But this week, Mugs, General Dubai to go two from two there. Just seems to love Eagle Farm too. Hasn't missed a place there. Let's hope it's four from four at the track in Saturday. Um, now, lads, time to, to vibe up a bit because when we talk Brisbane Winter Carnival, there's a big two-year-old race that we all know and love. Uh, we've got superstars such as the Autumn Sun, Rothfire, Prince Fawaz that are on the honour roll of the JJ Atkins. And you've got a field of two-year-olds, Steady Ready. Now, Woody, we don't have to try and remember the name of Steady Ready this week because it is in front of it's us. There. But we're talking... We're talking your Peter Moody's. We're talking your Godolphins. We're talking your Annabelle Nishams, your Tommy Buttons, Bean, your Desley Forsters. Yep. They're all bringing something to the table here because we've got about 18 horses, I believe. Maybe more, maybe less. Don't really read the numbers. Um, but JJ Atkins' aspirations are probably on the table. And at the thousand, you get to sort of see that race start to be a little bit more in the conversation. But, Lloydy, are we going back to probably Queensland's top two-year-old Formula 1 with Steady Ready at $2.60? Uh, no, we're not. We're going, <laughs> okay. back to, we're going back to Victoria for this one. Uh, I'm not a huge fan, to be honest, but Pete Moody brings up Brereton. Um, nothing wrong with this form over 1,000 metres in three Victorian runs. Um, beaten in the debutante on debut by Kiki Express, just got nutted on the post and then... Uh, won the, what is it, the Maribyrnong? Maribyrnong? Maribyrnong. Uh, the really hard one to say. So it won that on Melbourne Cup Day um, and then ran fourth behind Ebhar Baldinho um, in the Merchant Cooper, I think that race was called. Trialed at Deegan over the 6.50 and just was there for a bit of a hit out. Jimmy Byrne rode it that day in the trial. James Allman hops on and barrier three is just going to get that gun run in behind. I don't think it has to lead, but it certainly won't be, um, you know, worse than midfield. It'll just be getting that lovely little trail on steady ready. And I think if he's, uh, if he's where he was in the spring, he can win this. Yep. I'm, um, I'm very keen. I think, um, I think this market's got it all wrong. The Queensland hype is, um, has all happened after, after one run. Steady, steady ready was pretty impressive, but, um, yeah, look, Brereton, I, I think in that, um, in the, the Cooper at Caulfield as well. I think third in that race was Moko, who's come out in the Sydney Carnival in pretty impressive in behind um, Williamsburg a couple of times. So, look, yeah, Brereton, yeah, $7 is a spoil. Should be about 4 or 5 in the market, I think. Get on right now. Yeah, boys, I'll agree with you to a degree. Uh, question that I always have with these these uh, Melbourne horses coming up is going the other way around. But 
you got to be up here to find out and do it, don't you? Um, otherwise, I didn't mind Honeypot at a little bit of odds there down in, but I think we're not looking at getting the start where I think fifth emergency there for the gone run. But Honeypot's always in that one to, uh, you know, get the eyes on. I think it got rolled at $1.50 and then $1.40. So be interesting to see if they get a run somewhere on the weekend with Honeypot as well. But three from three and Brereton, gee whiz. Jimmy Orman on board too, boys. Yep, the man in form. <laughs> yeah. In form. Well, speaking of uh, in form, we're about to tuck into the quaddy. Yeah, Mugs, but uh, just on the spot, boys, we might just get some group one form. It's going to say hype us up, but to be quite honest, this week, we might just get it out of the way because... South Australia racing is on. Um, I'm not too sure if anyone really watches it, but if you do, maybe, I don't know, let us know if you do. I don't even know where it is on a map, to be honest. Uh, but they've got the Oaks. I guess in a couple of weeks, you got a Goodwood, which may lead into a bit of Stradbroke prowess in, uh, in form. But no, all jokes aside, Group 1 racing is always good. Um, news to the minute, though. And, Bean, we'll get to, uh, No, Lloydie, we'll start with you. We seem to be starting with Lloydie, even though the segues never really are... Uh, come through, but Al Patronus, you made a bit of a case a couple of weeks ago, is not racing there on Saturday, has been scratched the fave. Yeah, mate, uh, like you say, it, I think it was a, a hoof abscess or something along those lines, so it takes a little bit of the glamour out of the oaks, but um, look, t- tricky little race, so I'm, I'm going to go a little bit wide, and one I would like the run of last start was Morris Set, um, ran seventh in the, uh, the 1800 lead-up um, no, no real room in the straight. Hit the line nicely enough over eighteen hundred, and we'll run further again. But fourteen dollars the place. Um, that'll that'll do. And Ben, you're the Oaks specialist, mate. You love Adelaide. You love Morfordville. Um, yeah, look, I think um, SA Oaks, I think Bonds of Perla is a pretty good bet here. Um, gets a key weight swing on um, uh, the favourite in this weight race, My Whisper. I think Jamie Carson's obviously she's going to be pretty popular with punters. But um, look, El Patroness back to a good deck, back in trip, I think it's a bit of a query. Um, I just think this horse has the most upside. I think Corsten's are the trainers. I think um, at about $10, I think it's I think it's actually a pretty good bet in this race. I'll probably be playing, which I don't normally do in the in the Oaks. But anyway, I will be getting on top of it. Uh, yeah, look, <laughs> simply put, I'm just going to stick locals, mate. And if you're looking for, I guess, omen bets or uh, anything, just give you a bet here. Mac and cheese has got to be the omen bet of the day. Barrier 18, but it's over. Look, Barrier 18 over 2,000 metres. You hope that Baza will friggin' get this horse in somewhere. Exploded late there. Uh, two starts to go to win. And then last start behind the obvious form line with starting favourite at $2.80. So be a good one for the cheese. I think uh, I think the mac and cheese is a um, my runner's yeah, horse too. My, isn't um, my runner's horse. <laughs> So there you go. So you might get a crowd there at South Australia. It'd start two dollars by the time the race jumps. Forget forget the Jamie Carr factor. They'll be all over that thing. Well, half of them probably think Jamie Carr is riding it anyway. So, <laughs> so there you go. You get the best of both worlds. All right, mugs. Well, now we got the uh, the toilet chat out of the way from our friends at South Australian Racing. Back up to God's country, Queensland Eagle Farm. Can't put it any clearer than that. But it's quality time. 1,200 metres, it's the Treasury Brisbane Plate. Uh, and that man that you spoke of there before being K-Mac, K-Mac, I should say, brother of J-Mac, um, is up here with Erenti, who's lightly raced, but 
$3.90 favourite. Lloydie, you're the former stoop, mate. And maybe tell us a little bit more about this boy. There we go. Got there. Didn't jump the gun because all I can see on my screen right now is Paladas is running and I don't know if I want to watch. Yeah, mate. Um, I think, in, honest, in all honesty, I think we've got a false favourite in Aaron Shree. Um, I don't think it beat anything last start. I, I can't. I'm shocked it's favourite. Leave it out of your quaddy because it. Uh, I, I know it won well, but seriously, it's coming out of a midweek Wednesday maiden into this class three against some pretty handy horses. Like, please. Bean will probably yeah. tip it now. Um, no, you know, you, mate, you're going to crucify you're going to crucify me with what I've um. You can you can probably pick it if you have a quick scroll through. I'm actually with the um the stable shifted. Who's your dealer? <laughs> so I believe previously with the Golan stable, it's now with um, the Friedman Yardley Friedman, who's got the stable up here at the Gold Coast. Um, look from the inside barrier, that's probably a slight, slight crew because it does like to get back. But I think there's a stack of pace here, like Aaron Tree lead, Pascal, maybe the best. There's a few others like Glorious Ruby who will like to be handy. I think this race will be run super quick. And um, first up is um, this bloke's go absolutely flies. Um, when he was at his best, he goes okay, but he has gone under obviously at the um, the dollar the dollar sixty dollar thirty a few of those times he's come unstuck. I'm hoping the new stable have got him rolling, and I think um, yeah, first up here in this pretty open class three, I think eight dollars ten worth a worth another chance for the for for me just to get a bit back on him perhaps. Yeah, interesting uh, runner there. I mean, like TJ wouldn't get rid of him, you know, for any unknown reason, whether it's yeah. been a bit of a you know, in the ownership group, they're pretty prominent with TJ too. So there's always a story in Queensland racing and uh, <laughs> the Muns, we hear it all. So, Tony, you know, we haven't had Golden's Gospel for a week. Might need to get you on next week to uh, get the hard-hitting truth. But before you get stuck in Lloydie, I'm going on a bit left field here, boys. Um, now, we called many of things and one of our nicknames is the Toowoomba Mafia. And the Mafia has sent me the good word that Bad Barista is an absolute moral for Eagle Farm justice. One from one at the track and the distance. Uh, three three goes at the track, sorry, boys, to get your hopes up. But if you go through the form there, um, last sort of three, four starts, been around pretty good horses and not really getting beaten too far. So she's a, uh, she's a real fly home, have one last crack and kind of horse. So from barrier five, going to be smothered up. Just going to be a fair bit of luck involved. But, again, I'm with you there, Lloydie. This horse, Aaron T, never heard of it. $3.90, no thanks. Yeah, well, that's it, mate. Um, I'm on a similar sort of form, well, not necessarily form reference, but um, situation has been in new stablecomers. And Friedman's previously had Seduction Queen and now uh, Steve O'Day and Matt Hoisted have got a um, nothing wrong with her form. I know she she doesn't win out of turn. She's only won three from 17 and she's been in the minor money on seven occasions. But you've got to sort of go back through her form and to really find where she's run a bad race. Um, so, look, she's she's trialled up here twice. She won at the Sunny Coast and then um, fourth behind Apache Chase and Orbison uh, last time out. Those two cleared out. But um, good friend of the show, M Lang, she was on both times and Jaden, um, she actually actually managed to hold and not win the trial by 10 lengths. So um, might be saying something. Jaden Jaden goes on, 55 kilos on her back. Look, she's going to be handy. She's got a nice first up record. I think she can give it a shake at, oh, what is she, $21? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's super open. Yep. It's definitely a false favourite, 100%. Yeah, I'd just be worried that uh, Emily's probably a bit stronger than Jaden, to be honest. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, maybe it was like a, a bit of a NRL-style three-way trade there. They had go and trade out who's the dealer, Seduction Queen in the in the process, and O'Day Hoisted have got, got a deal in there as well. So anyway, mm. not a bad little race, that one. Um but there's a couple of main event smugs that we're getting to now. And this is, uh, this is where you really need to, to listen astutely because we're about to hone in and uh, no better place and time to do it than the Queensland Guineas. And over the mile, Chris Waller's got a bit of a stranglehold on a lot of these horses. But this field, I think, is a bit more wide open than what the market suggests with the big dogs because you got, well, you got, a, and it's crazy how time flies, but you got a horse like Character who's your $4.40 favourite for Godolphin. Um, now, it was only uh, three, four weeks ago now, sorry, that he was going around in the uh, the Australian Derby. Um, so drop back to the mile in four weeks with the trial in between. I mean, the big stables can do it, but how many grand finals do horses bloody have? You go down the list there, the first local you see is a horse named Ashgrove there, Bean, which I know Ooh. you are more or less... <laughs> The king of the Astro fan club. Now you uh, you didn't like him first up. Fair enough. That was fourteen hundred, sixteen hundred, maybe on the way to another derby. Um, no, look, mate. I'm going to have to pass on. Uh, the... Are you going to have a bit of a play for the boss man's top seed this week? No, nah, look, I'm going to have to pass on um, on that one, mate. Um, I did bend the knee earlier this year and that is the way I've cited here for K-Mac and the John O'Shea stable. Look, um, it's building nice into this 1,200, uh, 1,400 out to the mile now. Won a pretty good race um, last start. We obviously have guru, I don't know. Um, anyway, I think there's plenty of pace in this race. I think it gets back. It just needs a good track. Um, it's, it's heavy form. I think it's had three starts for one placing, but it just doesn't go a yard on it, needs a good surface, drawn in's perfect. Um, it's got form around Valana and Lock Eagle last start, which, you know, Lock Eagle was sort of $2.40, I think, in the market that day down south. Um, I think he could win this and $5, happy to be with. Mate, um, I was really keen Greenbelt, to be honest. Um, so a bit disappointing that it's been scratched this morning. Um, but yeah. one horse that comes out of that that same race, the the Daybreak Lover, was Cape Breton. Uh, I ran fourth for Chris Waller, uh, a little bit unlucky at the back and sort of had to duck and weave up the home straight and did his best work late. So I'm, I'm happy to be with him now at $16, goes from 1400 out to the mile. Um, we've seen Waller sort of target this race in the past. Kukaracha ran second or third in it behind Private Eye and Apache Chase en route to a Queensland Derby win. Um, so, and you know, I think this, I don't necessarily think this horse will be a, a Derby prospect. So... I wouldn't be surprised to see this as his grand final fourth up. Um, Luke Dittman goes on. Barry Seven's going to get a really nice run. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be with. Yeah, nice, nice uh, there, Lloydy. Didn't mind it. I'm going one different. Before we get Greenbelt, I've only just seen the scratching news there as well. Any goss, Lloydy, that you, you've heard? No, I haven't. I was trying to find it earlier, but... Uh... Just That's all right. Yet. Well, they've got to keep him fresh for the Everest yeah. and Melbourne Cup, so there's probably uh, a little bit of thinking behind that. Um, I'm going with uh, with a horse that's just freshly back on the scene here, boys, White Water, which first up, I think, three bucks was an absolute gift from heaven because I think this horse is a little bit that cut above, and when David Van Dyke gets one, um, 
you know that he gets one, put it that way, but hasn't seen beyond a mile. So, again, Lloyd, I'm sort of thinking your traffic here where second up, this could be a little bit of a, a kill. Um, not that it's ever that easy, but a lot of these horses are obviously in town for lead-ups to derbies and, and further, whereas this horse second up, Bosley goes on board, been a little bit of money for it already. I think you can probably, in hindsight, after this race, you know, say three or four of them were – we're primed ready for this and others are going to kick on into the campaign. So yeah, it'd be a happy watch for the Moza if I can get this fella home, the dream team. One, one that I'll give a little mention to keep an eye on uh, Antonio Giovanni. I've been a bit of a fan of his from his um, debut run. I know he got beaten. He took a while to, he only broke his mail at Wyong last start. Um, but interesting that he's brought him up here because he's always looked like a horse that'll really relish a trip. So he could potentially be a derby horse and have that sort of flashing light run like we saw from Kukaracha uh, 12 months ago. So, yeah. Can you make sure you have $10 on it or something so I don't hear about it during the week, though? <laughs> Just in case it does love. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, this is this. Uh, I backed Kukaracha after this run last year at the derby. So. I'll, I'll be looking. There we'll be we go, B. Now, Lick Lloyd Bingo's just paid out dividends. We had Master <laughs> Jamie mentioned and Kukaracha mentioned. So yeah. we're good to continue on. Um, <laughs> it honestly feels like Antonio Giovanni is eight years old, that horse, because I reckon it's been around forever, but it's only had the well, six there was, up. There was Antonio Giuseppe. Yep, the, that probably explains the same, same colours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, probably with Chris Waller's operation, probably the same horse. They just paint some bloody socks on it and start again, yeah. don't they? All right. It's main event time, boys, and uh, let's get up and about. And being, you're doing well to keep the sponsors happy, but this would be the one week that you can wear your off-fire hat and absolutely be up and about <laughs> for it because the big boy is back. Yep. And uh, it's massive kudos to all involved because we know – we know what he's sort of been through uh, over the last couple of years. So Rothfire is back first up, you know, longer and more ambitious plans, obviously, in target than uh, the sports bet victory plate, stakes, handicap, whatever it is on Saturday. $2 favourite, um, $2.30, sorry, gee, they've come for him. you got the little star Tontes in there as well. Doesn't run a bad race, doesn't know how to. But again, a few of these names here, boys, just gets you bloody excited. You've got Camp de Rupi, uh, was huge there last start uh, behind Kementari, which is always a good form line. Baller back for going, Ranch Hand, Scalapini's first up record is immaculate. Um 12 months ago, It's Me was almost the next big thing there as well. You're getting $26. Bean, Nickanova, $31. Tell me why you're plunging into it. <laughs> um, look, mate, mate uh, sorry to disappoint. I won't be with, um, won't be with Nickanova this week. I, I'm actually still running that thing. Just it's just, I think it's had about 400 starts, but it's not, um, it's not, not won that many. Uh, look, Rothfire just wins this. Um, Honest Bobby came out during the week and was ultra bullish about his chances. I just think um, it leads Scalapini and Counter Rupee will probably be handy. But if it's got the burners on, like we all expect from the champ, I think it should just have these all beat by about the 300 and cruise through. The hat will be back um, coming into the group ones, mate. I'm saving it for once he's, um, once he's up and about. But um, yeah, look, I think he wins to take the 230. Um, I'm uh, approaching this race in a, in a bit of a smarter betting strategy sense actually here's what i'm going to do mugs i'm going to not back him on saturday for the fact that i don't want to take 230 about a horse who's coming back from a an injury ridden campaign 
Um, but I'm going to back him in the Stradbroke at around ten dollars now because if he wins on Saturday, Stradbroke price is gone. If he fails, if he's still injured, nominations aren't out for the Stradbroke yet, so Bobby won't nominate, and you get your money back for the Stradbroke. So that's <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, and if he does, get, if he does get beat on Saturday, I think it'll be by count to Ruby. Um, the you know second in the Golden Eagle to I'm Thunderstruck won the Gong. Um, last start second behind Kamantari in Sydney on a heavy track. Gets to a big, wide-open eel farm on a rock-hard deck. Fourth up, please. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be with him anyway um, over Rothfire. If Rothfire's right, he, he wins. It's like Bean said, they, you know, if, he, if he's spot on, he'll be three in front of the 200 and they won't catch him. But I think if anything's going to do it, count to Rupee will. All right. Um, Lloydie, I'm, uh, I'm sort of looking your way as well. Um, you're right. If he's up and goes, he'll win. So I hope he really does because even if you look at his, his record there, first up last prep after the big layoff, you know, within a couple of lengths to Nature Strip and Eduardo, you know, so we're talking a serious bloody horse. But whether or not just the uh, the reins are a bit loose to let him go around and do the job. Horse that we were talking about to come Magic Millions time in a big way is Jamea. Um, came back on board, getting a pretty good price of $21.00. Last two starts, chuck a line through, heavy track, not its go. Huge run in the Magic Millions, um, albeit a long way back. Ninth, just blocked and bashed and smashed and crashed. I think they're sort of uh, giving giving this horse a chance to reset with an easy trial to come back here almost first up and and get back on the good services there. So, I mean, you go back through Jamea's form, it's got form around every bloody good horse in the nation. So I think it's as good as it is. Rothfire is back and being talked about gives us a chance to probably get something a little bit over as if you don't like the champ on Saturday. Mm. I'll give you a spruik for Jamea. So I spoke to Luke Price, co-trainer, yesterday. Um, had her nominated in a three in the three-year-old race earlier in the day where we were tipping, uh, I don't even know what we tipped in that now. Um, anyway, had it nominated there, she would have had to have carried 60 kilos over the 1,300. He said they wanted to split her and count to rupee up, but his quote was, watch for a late, she could be dynamite on the hard track and we get more prize money for running second in the victory than what we do for winning the three-year-old. So if that's not a bit of a push that he's bringing two horses up that he reckons can run one-two here, I'm not here. Yeah, so. well... And uh, that's that's breaking news there, Muggs, because Nick Lloyd mm. only gave us the push for Cam Darupi there. <laughs> there are uh, in the group chat. So I knew there's always more. You journalists, there's you always can get more the, the story, website isn't there? And read it yourself for once. Jesus. <laughs> hey, I'm loyal to the uh, Muggs punting website only, mate. So that's all. And plus, we don't really know how to read too well. Uh, <laughs> Now, boys, back on track because there's a bit of redemption at stakes here in the get-out stakes. Uh, the punters are pretty forgiving looking at these early flux. So, Muggs, 1,400 metres at Eagle Farm. You know what race is going to be run over those conditions. And their horse that we're going to be talking about now, Go Wanji, is going to be wanting to run those conditions on Saturday to then potentially run those conditions a month later. It's got to carry 57 Barrier 12, the cast, he stays on board. $2.30 for Go Wanji. Boys, start with whoever wants to start. But are you going back to the well or do you just think that maybe the spruik's not there? This is this is probably going to be the toughest test to date for Go Wanji anyway. 
no, he's a living, living, breathing certainty on the weekend. Yeah, uh, he should be winning, I think. Well, that's good audio. Bean, we'll start with you. You're more confident by the sound of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, he's um no, he's he's living breathing. Should have won last start. Um, I, I like I said, I think he's black type all over. Um, all through last prep. Um, yeah, he he wins. Take it now. Yeah, I agree. Um, you just have to go through all his runs, and he's never far away, even when he's getting beaten. Should have should have won last start. I don't know what Larry was doing, but anyway, he stays on. But uh, I won't go too much more into it. Flash a little bit of a flashback uh, or throwback Thursday, if you will. 12 months ago, this very race was Garibaldi when it got beaten a lip by Fender. Oh. Remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> Last race, and it was like threes into a dollar eighty, and absolutely motored home. And uh, yeah, the punters were left on the floor. But anyway, now we get Go Wandy to do the same. Wow. Mm, um, yes, I think it's going to do the same. So I don't, I'm not backing Go Wandy. Uh, I love your confidence; it's always been. Uh, Lloydie, I'm surprised you didn't point this one out because there's a journey up north that uh, this horse is going to be taking, Ventura Ocean. Archer, starter, slot holder, uh, grows the leg up here in Queensland. Two from two at Eagle Farm. Loves uh, getting Andrew Mellion on board there as well, but more importantly, loves the hard going. So zip from five on the softs. Finally gets the old hard, rock hard, Eagle Farm, good two surface. Um, you're right. I'm just looking outside, go, Wondy, because you're going to get the same setup. I mean, you've got a big field coming into the straight, barrier 12 for go, Wondy. She's going to be she's going to be last. So she's either going to have to weave through or go widest. And if the rail is hot, um, well, a horse like Ventura Ocean, barrier three, kicks up the inside at you, bloody beauty. So... Onto an archer, mate. What do you reckon about Ventura Ocean's chances in a race oh, like that? I mean, it's a chance if it jumps on Thursday, but not on Saturday with the rest of the field. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the archer, mate, not uh, not this race because it just wins on Saturday. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> next Thursday, it can jump next Thursday. Him and him and Ty Zone can start together from the from the top of the straight, and the rest of them can jump from the 1300 meter start like the rest of them. <laughs> Maybe, uh, well, maybe that's maybe that's what they're aiming for, mate. They're going to start now and just keep it running around for, for next week just to finish off at the yeah, 1300. So, strategy. <laughs> anyway, well, Muggs, uh, it's a big day. It's a huge day. It's Queensland Guineas Day. Of course it is. We start to get into the Stradbroke season where the Muggs really hone in. Uh, but, Bean, we'll start with you. I know you're always a big Eagle Farm player. Give us the banger, mate, and have you found – Something around the grounds that the mugs can plunge into. Um, yeah, I have. So I think um, Bean's banger for this week is he is in the second race of the day. I think that'll kick us off with about a $5 priced winner. And then around the grounds, we're off um, the Sydney meet this week. We're down at Hawkesbury. Racetrack, survived the floods. Um, best of luck to them down there. And in the Gold Cup, I think, um, look, Kerwin's Lane was super last start. I think about $6 quote, I think it's a, I think it's a, Pretty good bet in the Gold Cup down there, race nine at Hawkesbury. So that's from me. Nice, mate. Um, I'm going I'm going to go Cape Breton as Lloydie's lock this week at 16s. I think it's a fantastic each-way bet at the mile on Saturday. A um, bit of value. It would have been Green Belt, but um, I thought there was two winning chances in that race. Green Belt was one of them and Cape Breton the other. So 
that leaves me with that. Um, and, mate, around the grounds, I'm joining you in the Hawkesbury Gold Cup. I'm not Ooh. tipping Cohen's Lane. And <laughs> you'll crucify me for this, but I'm actually tipping Olmedo. I know oh, it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. What? I, I know. Yep. No. Go, 12, 12 months ago, it, it won that list of tail stakes up here at Doombin. Um, runs since then, we've seen it go around a BRC sprint behind Elmwood Kingdom to Farney, beat only one home in a Stradbroke, and then sixth in the Star Kingdom, tenth in the all-age stakes, where it was a wait for age group one mile, carried the 59 that day. It gets back to a Hawkesbury Gold Cup in, under handicap conditions and still with 59, so doesn't go up for going from a group one to a group three. I think barrier eight, third up, can go forward, roll along, Um It'll, it'll give them something to chase. But <laughs> yeah, they, what, after 200 yeah. metres and then it bloody folds over. And I just think it's a better chance than a $21 pop. But anyway, I knew I knew I'd get this for tipping it. Well, you deserve it. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. As long as you understand that, that's fine. Yep, I do. All right, okay. Well, look, I'll try to bring some, uh, some well, can't really say confidence back because I'm, I'm tipping my best for the day. Uh, I really like Mink's moment uh, in race number three. So that's my must-have. Just think, just think the horses has aspired to put it all together now. And I'm keeping the, uh, the Adelaide fever. Um, we've just been getting some messages from Racing SA in the last 15 minutes that they didn't really quite like our commentary. But one race before the Oaks. So to give me a reason to watch Adelaide racing for uh, about half an hour span there, Harley moving in the chairman stakes there over 2,000 metres, race six there, Mugs. Last start was, um, I think, almost joint favourite with Daisies. And Daisies goes around in the Oaks, pretty uh, up there in the market, and absolutely fucking murdered Daisies, put it away. So I'm guessing that, that it wins this and then goes on to the Derby, Harley moving. So it could be another long range bet. Mm. Yeah, and I've literally I've just sort of flicked through the form and saw it and eyes lit up. Two dollars eighty, Lordy, you can get two. Wow, value! You can't even value. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, Marks. Put it on your plate and eat it up. It'd be the best value you've ever <laughs> eaten. I tell you what. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, that's all from us, Marks. It's uh, I think it's it's Members Rewards Day out there on Saturday too, so it should be a packed house. I think. Lloyd, you might grace the uh, world with your presence at the track. At yeah, mate, point, I'll, be there. I'll do my duties and go and shake hands and sign photos and <laughs> take photos. Um, but so, yeah, looking forward to it. Well, great. If, uh, if you're doing that, means I can sit at the back and drink beers and carry on like an absolute galah, which is what I seem to do yeah. best too. And, uh, Bean, I guess you're in for a, a nice, solid afternoon sitting in comfort with the big screen on, hey? Uh, yeah, lockdown for me, mate. So a couple of cases of golds and perhaps a bit of racing on in the background. I'm churning away through a few of these tips. Hopefully we get a few more winners this week. Easy. Well, good luck out there, Muggs. Uh, keep following for the good times and we'll have some, uh, some big things kicking off. Well, we've got the Bull. Is that next week as well? We've yep. got uh, – and just Brisbane Racing gets better and better. We'll put through some, uh, some big tipping comps and competitions over the Brisbane winter. So, ciao, ciao. See you, Muggs. Ciao.